Good morning, everyone. Uh, we're just going to listen to a wee piece of music uh, that uh, John requests just at the beginning of Mass. So I ask you just to settle down and listen to that. It's a tune that meant a lot to both John and Marie. Please join in our entrance hymn, Bring Flowers of the Rarest.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to St. Bride's Church for the celebration of morning Mass, which is, of course, the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Marie Hayes. Welcome uh, to church, especially John and Mark and Lorraine, uh, and Val and Mark, and Lisa and Jennifer, and uh, Gemma and Adam, and Brian and Andy, and Stephen and Victoria, and Cameron, and all the family members. Welcome also to family friends who have joined us for the celebration of Mass today, and presence today in the church will be a great comfort to the family. What can we say about Marie uh, today? such a good woman in so many different ways, uh, such a blessing to all of us in our own lives. Uh, and today we want to thank God for such a good life uh, and we want to pray especially for her but also to pray for the family at this time. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord have mercy. Lord Jesus, your word of God made flesh and splendor of the Father, Christ have mercy. Lord Jesus, you're the way, the truth and the life, Lord have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. Listen kindly to our prayers, O Lord, as our faith in your Son raised from the dead is deepened. May our hope of resurrection for your departed servant, Marie, also find new strength. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. reading from the book of Job. Job said, Ah, would that these words of mine were written down, inscribed in some monument, with iron chisel and engraving tool, cut into the rock forever. This I know, that my avenger lives, and he, the last, will take his stand on earth. After my awakening, he will set me close to him, and from my flesh I shall look on God. He, whom I shall see, will take my part. These eyes will gaze on him and find him not aloof. The word of the Lord.
from the letter of St Paul to the Romans. With God on our side, who can be against us? Since God did not spare his own son, but gave him up to benefit us all, we may be certain after such a gift that he will not refuse anything he can give. Could anyone accuse those that God has chosen? When God acquits, could anyone condemn? Could Jesus Christ? No. He only died for us. He rose from the dead. And there at God's right hand, he stands and pleads for us. Nothing, therefore, can come between us and the love of Christ. Even if we are troubled or worried, or being persecuted, or lacking food or clothes, or being threatened or even attacked. And these are the trials through which we triumph by the power of him who loved us. For I am certain of this, neither death nor life, no angel, no prince, nothing that exists, nothing still to come, not any power or height or depth, nor any created thing can ever come between us and the love of God made visible in Christ Jesus our Lord. The word of the Lord. resurrection and the life, says the Lord. Whoever believes in me will never die. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love.
I have told you this so that my own joy may be in you and your joy be complete. This is my commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. Someone can have no greater love than to lay down their life for their friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. And I shall not call you servants anymore because a servant doesn't know their master's business. But I call you friends because I have made known to you everything I have learned from my father. You did not choose me, no, I chose you. And I commissioned you to go out and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And then the Father will give you anything you ask him in my name. What I command you is to love one another. The Gospel of the Lord. This morning, the words of the gospel that we've just listened to remind us of Jesus' great commandment to love. He loves us, and he asks us to love one another. He calls us friends, and he asks us to find friendship with one another. If we love one another, he says, there will be great things that come from it. And the passage itself ends with those beautiful words, what I command you is to love one another. Those words seem appropriate to recall for a woman, Marie, who made these words her watchword, her guiding light, the thing that she always tried to do in life. The love of God was always important to Marie in her life. In this she found inspiration, guidance, strength, and very often comfort in her life. She was a great example of all that is good in faith, She always had a great ability to show her care and her love for everyone that she met. What I command you is to love one another. These words were her guiding light. What brings us here to this church today is those words of the gospel, but also the belief that love does not die. God's love for us remains, and it's there for all eternity. And our love for Marie and for others doesn't die on this day, or in any other day. It continues, it deepens, and remains all our life. God's love for us doesn't die, but it remains, it endures, and it continues for all eternity. It's not often that I'd be able to say where any parishioner was uh, at any given time, but until recent years I would be able to tell you exactly where Marie was on a Wednesday morning at this time, here at Mass, and for another few hours after Mass, cleaning the church every Wednesday, dusting, hoovering, and polishing. This Wednesday is different. Things can be put to to the side. And this day we lay her to rest. After her life's work, after all that she has done, after all the good work of her life, she can rest in peace and in the comfort of the Lord. The great work of our life is done, it's completed, it's finished, and it's been well done. Marie herself was born in the north of Ireland in Newry on the 16th of April 1934. Her parents, Mary and John Harty. Her mother herself was to live a long life of 97 years uh, at the end, 
retaining to the very end a strong Irish accent. To your brothers and sisters, John and Evelyn and Winnie and Charlie and Eileen, and Winnie is the last of that family and she lives in the United States of America. Marie was born, uh, brought, uh, brought up in uh, Cairnswell in Halfway. She attended uh, St Bride's School. Uh, uh, she was a very fit young girl. Uh, she played basketball uh, and won many competitions uh, in basketball uh, and belonged to the youth group in those days run by the uh, famous Jean Falloon, uh, who many of you will remember with great affection. Um, it was a kind of a gym, uh, a keep fit group for youngsters in those days years ago. She worked at uh, Gratis Bull, uh, a Glasgow film proce uh, pro uh, processing company uh, which had a big shop in the salt market. She met uh, John Hayes uh, when they were both young. Uh, uh, they dated for two years, uh, were engaged for two years, and married at St Caddox on the 11th of July 1959. Marie always claimed that she was impressed on that first meeting by John because he paid the bus ticket for her and for her friends too. She thought he was a man of means. John simply recalls on that first meeting that he was struck by her beauty, uh, not only her outer beauty, but also her inner beauty. First home was above the stag bar. Uh, most of you will all know that is the first glass today, as I note myself, uh, the last pint. Um, Marie always had a uh, kind of full of energy uh, and worked in that bar as well. They lived there before moving to McIver Street in Westburn in 1967. Uh, their final home was at Sherry Heights, which they moved into in 1995. Three children, Mark, Lorraine and Evie. It was a great sadness uh, for both John and Marie when Evie died. And over these last years since her death, uh, it's a great sadness and a heavy cross that they have had to carry. She was a great person in every way and is much missed by all. Both Marie and John have been excellent parents to Mark and Lorraine and Evie. And uh, it's difficult now uh, for Mark and Lorraine to think of their life uh, without her. Marie's uh, working life mainly, uh, strange enough, was in the bookmakers. Uh, she worked there until her retirement uh, from it. John himself, as you probably know, a great man for the horses, thought this a perfect job for Marie <laughs> and was always seeking out inside information and winners to look out for. <coughs> Instead, as usual, he kept his consistent form, betting more than his fair share of losers and uh, non-runners. Both herself and John uh, took up uh, outdoor bowling and liked the game very much and also the social life that went with it. They were very fond too of family holidays and for many years uh, they spent happy times in Dunbar uh, at the same holiday home. Later in life they were able to go as a couple uh, themselves to places like Rome and Turkey, Greece and Spain. Life uh, changed uh, for them uh, with the coming of the grandchildren, uh, Lisa and Jennifer and Gemma and Adam. 
They prove to be the best of grandparents, full of love for their grandchildren, and their home became uh, each of their homes and the centre of family life. It's always speaking to the grandchildren how much uh, they loved their grandparents and they were everything for them in their lives. Welcomed also in a special way uh, to the family, uh, uh, Val and Brian and Andy and Stephen and Victoria and Rosaline as well. And of course, uh, great-grandchildren uh, came along in time, Cameron and Alex and John Joe and Anthony and Connell. And one wee one not quite here yet entered into the world. Marie loved uh, their energy, their exuberance, and was always trying to give them pocket money, which they didn't mind at all. I've been asked to include also the doggy folk of this family, Boots and Harris. I'm very unwilling to do that today. <laughs> I want to say to you today that Marie was a standout of the crowd kind of person. <clears throat> Everything she did was done well. She was blessed with a very caring nature and a joyful spirit. As mentioned yesterday evening, she was always smiling, laughing and up for fun. She was the kind of person that you left uh, feeling good about yourself and about the world. She was always generous and helpful to everyone she met. She was greatly liked here in the parish and I know in the neighbourhoods that she lived as well, and people that she worked with and met along the way. For a number of years, she was, uh, along with Mrs Trainer here in the parish, leading our women's group. For this job, there was much patience that was needed. The patience of a saint and the skill of a UN peacemaker. <laughs> as it turned out, she had both of these things. This year, uh, both John and herself would have celebrated 60 years of marriage. Plans were afoot for a big celebration. They're just two months short of that date. They have had a long and happy marriage, filled with good humour and great affection. They've come a long way from that day in which John impressed Marie by buying the bus ticket for her. Their marriage was full of respect and love and fun. 60 years is an eloquent testimony to the fact that love does not end and love can be forever. I think that Marie would be the first to say that she was blessed in life in so many ways. Although there were plenty of crosses along the way, as there are for most of us, there were great blessings. She had a sunny and joyful personality, which very often lit up the room and made you, as I say, go away feeling good about yourself the world and life itself. Those words that Jesus says in the gospel uh, today ring out as true. Love one another as I have loved you. What a great way to live your life. Love as he loves us. Be friends as he is a friend with us. And love will achieve great things, bear great fruits. This is my commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. What a great thing in the end to have done just that. May God grant Marie peace at the end. May she know the joy of reaching the finishing line. 
And may she be reunited with Evie and those that she has loved in that place where God wants all of us to be at the end. We come to our loving Father, asking him to give eternal rest to the parted and comfort and hope to the living. For the family of the church, that we may grow in our faith in the power of Jesus over sin and death. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the leaders of nations, that they may promote peace and justice in the world. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who mourn their loss, especially the family and friends of our sister Marie, that their grief may be lightened by the risen Christ and his promise to unite us again in our heavenly home. We pray to the Lord. For Marie, our sister, who sleeps in the Lord, that she may be raised up on the last day and receive the reward of her goodness. We pray to the Lord. In silent prayer, let us remember our personal needs and intentions. God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. Hear our prayers in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. Please join in our offertory hymn, One Bread, One Body.
say, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Look favourably on our offerings, O Lord, so that your departed servant, Marie, may be taken up into glory with your Son, in whose great mystery of love we are all united, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For it's at your summons that we come to birth, by your will that we are governed, and at your command we return on account of sin to that earth from which we came. And when you give the sign, we who have been redeemed by the death of your Son shall be raised up to the glory of his resurrection. And so with the company of the angels and the saints, we sing the hymn of your, your praise as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. And in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held as worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. And remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember Marie, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen.
We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. Lamb of God. Jesus says, Love one another as I have loved you. Happy are those who are called to his supper. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter into my life, but only say the word, and my soul shall be Jesus.
Let us pray. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that your servant Marie, for whom we have celebrated this Paschal Sacrament, may pass over to a dwelling place of light and peace. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Please be seated just for a moment. Just to thank everyone for coming uh, today on behalf of the family and uh, your presence here is much appreciated and as I said at the beginning, a great consolation to them. Just before the final prayers, uh, young Cameron uh, has written uh, something for us, a a wee poem uh, to his gran uh, that uh, he would like me to recite uh, today. So uh, I want you just to listen to that. Great gran, G, great in every way, R, respectful of others and respected by many, E, energy always full of it and lots of fun, A, age was only a number, T, thankful for everything and everyone, especially your family, G, gifts for everyone, always kind, R, Rangers was not your (laughs) favourite. A, always smiling, singing and dancing. N, never ever ever will forget you, Gigi. We will miss you lots. We were so lucky to have you. Isn't that nice? A wee round of applause for that boy. May invite you please to stand.
Please join in our recessional hymn, I Watch the Sunrise. Thank you. 